How is it possible that it's already August? We hope you are enjoying your summer. Back by popular demand is our AirPods Pro giveaway. Members who successfully answer our bonus content quiz will be entered for a chance to win a pair of AirPods Pro. To participate, you must have access to the bonus sections of the podcasts, which you get by becoming a member. Members also receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of August, you'll receive 50% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code bonus content, one word, at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code bonus content. Thank you for your support. August 29th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Russian President Vladimir Putin has informed Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi that he will not be attending the upcoming G20 summit in Delhi, which India is hosting from September 9th through the 10th. Putin conveyed that Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov would represent him at the summit due to his busy schedule. The leaders discussed mutual concerns, including regional and global matters. Notably, the G20 summit is expected to address Russia's invasion of Ukraine, with the presence of leaders such as U.S. President Joe Biden and U.K. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. India expressed understanding for Putin's decision, while both countries committed to close collaboration during Russia's upcoming BRICS chairmanship. Former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows appeared before a federal judge to request moving his Georgia election interference case from state to federal court. During his three-hour testimony, Meadows defended his actions as Chief of Staff, but avoided expressing his belief in Trump's 2020 victory. Meadows faces felony charges including racketeering and solicitation of a violation of oath by a public officer, arguing that he acted as a federal officer and thus deserves immunity. Meadows' motion to move the case to federal court came in response to the indictment by Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis, who alleged his actions violated the Hatch Act. Testifying about his role during the final weeks of Trump's presidency, Meadows admitted to political involvement and arranging meetings, but avoided admitting to orchestrating disruptive strategies. The indictment also highlights Meadows arranging the call between Trump and Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, wherein Trump urged the finding of votes to overturn Biden's win. Raffensperger testified that Trump lost the election. The article mentions other defendants seeking to move their cases to federal court and anticipates Trump filing a similar request. Iraq has executed three individuals involved in a 2016 bombing orchestrated by the ISIS group, which led to the deaths of hundreds of people. The executions were confirmed by the Prime Minister's office without revealing the names of the executed or sentencing details. The attack occurred during a busy shopping period in Baghdad's Karata area, causing a car bomb explosion that resulted in a devastating fire and the deaths of 323 people. This event marked one of Iraq's deadliest attacks and one of the world's most lethal incidents 
since 9-11. The hangings were preceded by the identification and arrest of the main suspect, Gazwan Alzabay, who was quoted as being one of those executed. Despite the defeat of ISIS in 2017, the group maintains a presence in Iraq and Syria, though it has been significantly weakened by counterterrorism operations. Iraqi courts have frequently issued death sentences for involvement with terrorist groups, with Amnesty International reporting 11 executions in 2022 and at least 41 death sentences in Iraq. In other news, Greece is grappling with Europe's largest out-of-control wildfire in the Evros region, where multiple blazes have merged into a deadly inferno. Initial blame for the fires was placed on lightning, but frustration grows over inadequate prevention and emergency response efforts, leading to a search for scapegoats. Greek politicians focus on catching arsonists and even spread conspiracy theories about the fire's origins. While fires rage across Greece, destroying vast areas of land and causing deaths, the emphasis on attributing blame to individuals detracts from discussions about forest management and policy failures. Amid tensions, Locals in Evros point fingers at migrants and refugees, while headlines and arrests are fueled by similar accusations. The majority of detainees are later released due to insufficient evidence. The wildfires highlight climate change's threat to Greece, urging stronger prevention measures and forest management. A Pakistani court has temporarily halted the corruption conviction of former Prime Minister Imram Khan raising uncertainty about his potential release from jail. The court's decision follows Khan's imprisonment on August 5th after receiving a three-year jail sentence for unlawfully selling state gifts during his tenure as prime minister from 2018 to 2022. While his legal team cited lack of proper defense in their appeal against the conviction, Khan's release remains uncertain due to other pending arrest orders. The suspension of his sentence also leads to questions about the impact on his electoral ban, preventing him from contesting elections for five years, with national elections expected later this year. The development comes after the Balochistan High Court dismissed sedition charges against Khan a day earlier. Russian President Vladimir Putin will not attend the funeral of Yevgeny Prigozhin the leader of the Wagner Group military company who died in a plane crash. The Kremlin didn't disclose details about the burial, but media speculate it might occur in St. Petersburg. Prigozhin's burial at the Serafimovskoy Cemetery is anticipated, with heightened security reported there and at other cemeteries. Prigozhin's death was confirmed by the investigative committee, and the cause of the plane crash remains unknown. U.S. intelligence suggested intentional explosion, but the Kremlin denied involvement. Prigozhin's death followed a rebellion he led against Russia's military leadership, later resulting in a deal with Putin for amnesty and relocation to Belarus. His second-in-command, Dmitry Utkin, and Wagner Logistics Chief Valery Chekalov also died in the crash, raising questions about Wagner's future. In lighter news, an Idaho restaurant, Main Street Grill, successfully exceeded the previous Guinness World Record for the longest Philly cheesesteak sandwich by creating a massive 722.8-foot-long sandwich, surpassing the existing record by 72.5 feet. The event took place in Lewiston's 7th Street alleyway, organized by Happy Days Restaurants.
The sandwich, divided into six-inch portions and sold for $10 each, helped raise funds for the Boys and Girls Club. The achievement is awaiting official recognition from Guinness World Records, with evidence from the attempt being submitted for verification. The previous record holder was a restaurant in Ohio with a cheesesteak measuring 650.3 feet. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.